Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation. Take two, and welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Stryker, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have had a lot of new additions. But is the roster finalized? Hmm. We'll have to talk about that here. Make sure to check out our other sponsor, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Steeler Nation right here, guys. Promo code Steeler Nation over at mybookie.ag. If you're a new uh, client, you, they will double your initial deposit up to one grand. You want two G's in your account? Put in one. Boom. Good luck to your betting. Happy betting there, Steeler Nation, over there at mybookie.ag. So, guys. A lot of stuff have happened. We've got some new additions to the team right now. Uh, a couple trades have occurred. First one being Malik Reed from the Denver Broncos. We gave them a sixth round draft pick. We got Malik Reed and a seventh rounder in return. So just swapping those bottom picks next year. We got a good player. And this guy has 13 sacks in the last two years. He can start in this league. He is a strong quick release off the line of scrimmage. I think that's what the problem that they had with Avery. Avery was a little slower uh, off the line of scrimmage. Really surprised me though, too, that we got rid of Tuska. I thought Tuska was doing very well in the preseason. He was a surprise cut to me when we ended up picking up right here with um, Malik Reed. So moving forward though, we got a guy that has 13 sacks in the last two seasons. This guy can play. And he's a starter in this league. And I think that's what we went for experience. Somebody that can hopefully be a little quicker, a little bit more quick twitch in our system. Cause we tend to like those twitchy guys coming in off the edge with high Smith and Watt. And we'll have to see how Reed fits into that, but might be the third guy off the bench. Now it looks like also bringing in offensive lineman, um, Jesse Davis from Miami. Um, they get a conditional seventh round draft pick. I guess that comes down to playing time for uh, Jesse Davis, but one interesting perspective to think about from Jesse Davis is he was coached by our inside linebacker coach, Brian Flores. He was part of that team down there in the Dolphins tanking for Tua, but he was there playing right guard his first two seasons, right tackle his third season, left tackle and right tackle his fourth season, and last year playing right tackle, started 72 out of his total 80 games played. The guy is a starter in this NFL. Is he right now looking for him to immediately play over more, over Chooks? Probably not. Probably not, but I think this gives us a viable, great backup that's better than a journeyman or a player that hasn't had the experience yet. I know a lot of us loved Haig. But this guy's better than Haig, and that's all it comes down to. So those are the biggest new additions to the team. I know we also had, um, what is this here? Injured reserve has come up. I got to also uh, give a shout out here too to Robert Burrow. He helped me out when I was initially recording, let me know that the uh, mic wasn't coming through. Came off on the wrong, wrong setting, but thank you so much there, Robert, for at least letting me know that. I know State of Steelers is up there too. Not taking questions live today, State. We'll be back at Tuesday at 7 o'clock on the vidcast for all live questions. These questions come from SteelerNation.com. Go join there for free at the SteelerNation.com football forum to get your questions heard and be part of the podcast. Uh, injured reserve, we have Austin and KZ are out, uh, at least since they've been placed on injured reserve, uh, until the Jets game in week four. After that, 
game on October 3rd. They are both ready to be cleared to return to the team if they are healthy enough. I am expecting Austin to be ready. I am now being optimistic that KZ will be ready because now we're hearing that his recovery time from his surgery should be a six-week recovery time. That was the two weeks before the season started, first four weeks on IR. Boom, if he's ready to play then, that is awesome and the perfect use for our injured reserve. If not, take a couple more weeks, get ready, because you have that three-week period once you're activated before being rostered and before being ready to go. Both of them may be ready out of the gate for that three-week, maybe rostered, but they will roster them right before they're ready to throw them back in games. Um, waved injured also was defensive back Carlins Platel. We threw him on a moving train late in training camp. It's no surprise he wasn't going to make the roster anyway, but I'm sorry to hear that he was injured. Godspeed to you. Get well and good luck in your NFL career in the future there, uh, Carlins. Uh, we retained some good talent, some names that we knew in the past. Uh, Trent Scott and Marcus Allen coming back to the team after we IR'd Austin and KZ. Those were not surprises. We were all talking about Allen coming back to this team. He's a special teams demon and plays hard no matter where he's thrown in. Uh, Trent Scott worked out very well in Myers' system. He's trained underneath the Myers, so he knows him directly. He's the only one doing it right right now. Does that mean he's going to start? Probably not, but at least good to have somebody in the system that's hitting the ground rolling that knows how to play and block in this system. I was happy as hell to see Anthony McFarland come back. Guy can play in this league. I think he's more of a diverse talent than Snell personally, but he at least gives us the option. If anything happens to any of our running backs, he's immediately going to be called up off of the practice squad to be able to utilize hopefully that deep speed downfield as a receiver as a mismatch in this Matt Canada offense. Uh, getting Cody White back was fun. He was good all throughout training camp. Um, offensive lineman, the Dun William Dunkel came back. Uh, John LeGlue also coming back. Uh, being a good diverse piece there along the the offensive line, as well as Ryan McCollum. Uh, Carlos Davis, our draft pick, is still there on the roster. Hamilcar Rashid, who flashed a bit in pre free agency, trying to work his way up the roster too at linebacker, as well as defensive back Elijah Riley. Uh, happy trails to Justin Lane. Been on the team for a while. Done some great thing on special teams, especially recovering some fumbles. Um, Joe Haig, also a great player, who was a great backup piece for us in the past. Sad to see him go. The rest of the guys, defensive backs, Chris Steele and Lyndon Stevens. Steele had some jump there in the preseason. I uh, would have liked to have seen him develop on the practice squad, but right now he is not on it. Um, Carlos's brother, Khalil Davis, as well as other defensive linemen, Donovan Jeter and Henry Mondu, who we know well. Uh, all of those guys are setting off for greener pastures. Uh, linebackers, Rondell Carter, Buddy Johnson, Deontay Scott, and James Vaunters are off the team. Offensive linemen, uh, Adrian Earley and Chaz Green were also uh, left the team. Running back, Max Borgel. Uh, tight end, Kevin Rader, longtime uh, member of the practice squad, friend of the show, interviewed him as well. Um, as well as Jay Sternberger, those two tight ends are now off the team. As well as wide receivers, Tyler Sneed and Tyler Vaughns. I'm hoping Tyler Vaughns finds his way back to this team in some way, shape, or form. We all love the way he performed and breaking tackles there in the preseason. He jumped off. The, he looked like a Lee Mays. Lee Mays in preseason games. Lee Mays makes plays. And he ended up making the roster a few years later. So 
that will be something we'll have to watch coming down the road with if Tyler Vons finds his way back to this team. Uh, now it is time for questions from Steeler Nation. Guys, go to SteelerNation.com football forum. It's free to join. I take my questions directly from those threads. First question from Blitz, not injury related. What game do you see being Pickett's first start? Well, if it's not injury related here, Blitz, I'd have to say his first start will be week one of 2023. Not this year, man, but I, I do love what he's done. I think he's good enough to start in this league out of the box, but I'm glad that we have Mitchell Trubisky, a seasoned veteran who knows how to play in the system as well. But I'd have to say it's going to make the competition next year in training camp. It's going to be the most entertaining thing ever because right now, Pickens was already pushing for starting snaps. He's going to get him next year. Absolutely going to get him next year. And aside from a huge stumble out of the gate, if we're going 0-6, maybe we start the Pickens train early. We'd have to see. But right now, it is Mitchell Trubisky's team. And if you're asking me put my foot to the fire next year, week one, I think he beats out Trubisky to be the starting quarterback. So that'll be a fun, fun competition next year in training camp. Slash deal. Hey, it was a surprise. It, was there a lingering, lingering injury concerns as to why he was cut? Uh, I'm not sure about injuries because I think he was fine and he returned to practice. So I, we'd have to pay him or put him on an injury settlement if that was the case. Um, but I think the Steelers went with better starting experience in the NFL. They went with an upgrade. And Jesse Davis is a better player in the NFL right now than Joe Haig. We all loved Haig, uh, but right now it's time to move on and use Jesse Davis. So we'll see how that works out for us. Uh, BK Wheat, 28. Is Leatherwood worth looking into? O-line has to be a concern, doesn't it? Huge concern, BK Wheat. Um, Max Starks did mention on his podcast that this style of playing, uh, of blocking in the offensive line takes some time to learn. If it's still looking bad week four, there are problems. But he said September, they're going to get this thing down. And once it's down, it's going to be a, a really good system for the Steelers to utilize moving forward. And I've got to take his opinion on that because Max Starks won a Super Bowl both as a left tackle and as a right tackle. Two different spots on the offensive line. Don't forget that, Steeler Nation. But he knows a lot more about blocking than I do. Um, next question from BK Wheat 28 A lot of people at Steeler Nation wanted Leatherwood. I don't know why he can't play in the NFL and was released so soon, but never hurts to kick the tires on somebody from that talent. Given that much God-given talent, I'm saying you got to check him out, especially since we were all looking at him. A lot of you guys are like, we got to draft Leatherwood. I'm like, uh, let's see who's there. <laughs> and, of course, we went a different direction with Najee Harris in that draft. Got a pro bowler out of it in the first round as opposed to a guy not in the league currently. I don't know what's wrong with him between the ears, but that seems to be the only thing pulling back for him. So we'll have to see how it goes with Leatherwood and um, if he can play in this league. But I would be fine adding him to the practice squad or at least giving him to a tryout to see if he has the ability to maybe be a practice squad player in this league. Matt Insomniac, what changes do you expect to the roster before the season starts? Um, I think this, this we're kind of settled right now with the roster, Mad. But the one move I can still see is Rudolph being traded. I think that the positional moves have moved. There's quarterbacks available and Rudolph is still a valid candidate to being a quality backup in this league. 
And if somebody wants to make a move and a good draft pick, third or fourth, he will be part of another team. But right now, that's the only move I can see is if we're going to trade somebody off the team for somebody. But I don't see anybody else being traded to come back in. I think we want to utilize these draft picks in Omar Khan's next draft. Um, next question, uh, bringing in one of the many safeties that were surprisingly cut. Is that an option? Definitely. I, th I thought that Jackson would have been an all option as soon as he was cut, as well as the guy from Washington. Um, I'm all in for that, especially since we went out and addressed that need in free agency. We brought in Carl Joseph again, who I love. We brought in KZ, who we all loved just behind Honey Badger, way cheaper. And both of those guys are now injured. Um, for, unfortunately, Joseph lost for the season since he was on injured reserve preseason. KZ's lost for the first four weeks, but hopefully he can come back and contribute to really bolster that position. Um, do you see us bringing in another inside linebacker? No, especially bringing back uh, Marcus Allen as that fifth. Robinson, I love his talent, um, and, and it looks like he's going to be a banger in this league. He's going to stick on this roster. Miles Jack's a stud, and I like both Spillane and Bush. May the best person start. Don't know who the starter's going to be yet. I'm leaning it might be uh, situational. Running down might be Spillane. Passing down may be Bush. So we'll have to see how that turns out. Um, adding more to the O-line, well, honestly, I hope they keep on looking that's a spot where you can always upgrade, but I think they're making the right moves right now. You know, bringing in Scott, um, bringing in the newest um, um, player two and Jesse Davis, making a trade for him. They're making moves that are showing that, yes, that they are not only is offensive lineman a concern, but it can always be upgraded. Absolutely always. Also, last question. Oh, no, not last question, but next one. What is the weakest position on the team outside of the offensive line? I know a lot of you guys want to hear inside linebacker. I strongly disagree with you there. I think we have great depth at inside linebacker, a great starter in Jack. I think one of those two in, in uh, Spillane or Bush will end up doing a great job, That which gives us a lot of depth there. My place outside of offensive line, my depth that I'm worried for right now is what I just talked about just a hair earlier, safety. That this depth at safety is now my biggest concern. Yeah, we got Norwood there helping out but he was projected to be more of a slot corner than a safety. Um, otherwise, you know, I know we brought in a new guy. I'm not super excited for that yet, but we'll have to see how that works out. We get KZ back. I will be a lot ha happier, but right now safety depth is the weakest on this team. Um, final point from there as well. It looks like, also, I'm interested if you feel that this could be one of Tomlin's best staffs he has had. I really like the wide receiver coaching change, and I'm cautiously optimistic about the O-line coaches system. Might be a good thing long-term. I feel also Matt Canada will feel like a new coach this year, utilizing his skills. But have, bring in Flores. The guy's a head coach in this league. We got a head coach coaching our inside linebackers for nothing. And he's going to leave our team, and we're going to get draft picks for it when he becomes a head coach in another team. That is the biggest, biggest add to this team. And um, I think he's an instant upgrade to the defense and making this team as good as it can possibly be. That's the way we're going to do it. Uh, it looks like you're also worried about ba Danny Smith because it feels like he might not get to keep many hand-picked aces this year. And frankly, his special teams are mediocre even when he does. Well, with that, in my opinion, I've got to at least say that I'm always concerned about like the coverage teams as well. But I do like our returning special teams players with, um, you know, Derek Watt, 
Marcus Allen, Pierre, Killebrew, we know those guys can flat out play. Uh, um, new players like Boykin, he can show, he can play in this league on special teams. He's a special teams ace at the Ravens. Robinson, Connor Hayward, and KZ, those guys I was really excited to see, as well as uh, Carl Joseph um, when healthy. And then Gunner is a returner. I think he's an upgrade. He's an upgrade over Ray Ray. Ray Ray was awesome out of the box. Last year, he seemed timid. Gunner's not a timid guy. He runs with purpose. He returns with purpose. Looking very excited to see what he can do, not only in the return game for Gunner, but also in the passing game because he is a shifty, smart receiver. And that is all the time we have, Steeler Nation, for the SteelerNation.com podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Be sure to go over and check out mybookie.ag, promo code Steeler Nation. Sign up. If you're a new sign, you they will double your deposit up to a grand. Free money, guys. If you already have an account, sign up one for your dog or your cat. Get those free money accounts in there. Double your money on deposit. MyBookie.com. Or sorry, MyBookie.ag. Promo code SteelerNation. Good luck betting, guys. So, guys, be sure to be part of the podcast. If you want to be on the know and the inside know for the vidcast on Tuesdays at 7 p.m., be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash SteelerNation. Check out our sponsor, Total Sports Enterprises, at their website, tseshop.com. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SteelerNation.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. Or follow your host, SteelerNationStriker, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, at SNStriker. Easy to find. Thank you for joining us for another Steeler Nation podcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go 